So overnight, we had the whole, you know, daylight savings time, right? Like we, 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 we pulled the clock back. So we gained an hour. This happens twice a year, right? And, 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 and people talk about, you know, well, why is it? Well, it's because of the farms and the animals and then this and the East Coast and that. And everybody's got some. But, but for the most part, we all talk about it because of sleep. We all talk about it because of rest, right? I mean, you know, we love in the fall when we fall back because we get an hour. I mean, I woke up and, and I saw the clock in, in one of the clocks in the house, like on the, in the kitchen. I usually get up early in the morning anyway, but one of the clocks in the kitchen, the time we've got to set it. But then I looked at my phone and it was already back an hour. So I go, oh, cool. I get an hour. So, I, you know, I get I kind of get the rest a little bit and chill. Right. And so and so we love when we get that extra hour because fall back. However, in the spring, what's interesting is, is that we don't necessarily like Crystal shaking her head already. And, and I think we talked about this when Crystal, when Crystal was over here helping us pack for the homeless. Like, but 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 so we love the fall because we fall back, right? But a lot of times, but then when the spring comes and then we spring forward and we lose an hour, we don't like that. We're tired, all this other kind of stuff. And I don't know if you're like me, but when I get tired, I get short. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really like to talk a whole lot. I get a little grumpy, like when I'm tired, I don't really like I, a short fuse. Patience isn't my virtue. Um, when I'm tired. So we don't like the spring when we lose an hour. But that's because watch this. And here and, and listen, this sermon ain't for nobody but me. So if y'all want to log off, go ahead and log off because I'm going to preach to myself. I see you see here. Watch this. But we feel that way because most of us live at a pace where we need more rest. Okay. Most of us live our lives at a pace where we don't get enough rest and we need more sleep. Watch this. Even if it's not sleep, we need more downtime. Again, I ain't preaching to y'all something that I've that I've mastered. This is something that I struggle with. I live my life at a pace where, where, where rest doesn't come easy, where sleep doesn't come easy, where even if I'm trying to relax, my body starts getting jittery. And it's like, I need to get up and do something. I need to get, sometimes we'll be sitting there watching TV and Sarah say, like, look at you, you just need to get up and do something. I can tell you, you want to get up and you want to do something. Well, I'm like, Oh, cool. I got some free time this afternoon. You know what I should do? I'm going to do this. That's like, well, why do anything with that time? Like, why are you, why are you trying to fill uh, uh, that time with something. I see you. Yeah, it is real talk. Watch this. And so, and so what happens is we live our life at a pace where we need more rest and we need more sleep and we need more downtime. Watch this y'all so much so that w- that when fall hits and we look, look, we Google search, when is daylight savings time 2021 in the fall? We move back. And so we Google search to see what day it is. And we look forward to the day where we can go to sleep and turn the clock back even for just one extra hour. And we love it. Oh man, listen, Crystal was over, like I said, Crystal was over the house uh, last week or two weeks and we, we packing the food like, oh, daylight saving time coming next week. Oh, we get to get another extra hour. And we size, watch this. We size for just one extra hour. That don't make it, listen, if you tired and you need rest, one extra hour don't make a difference, but we are so pressed. For whatever we can get, I see you, mom. And we just always oh, so size like daylight savings time coming, daylight savings. And we and it's like my one hour, I get an hour, I get one extra hour for rest, one extra hour for sleep. And we I see you see it's about giving my hour. And that's how we feel. Give me that hour, even if it's just one hour. And 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 one hour ain't gonna change. If you're super tired, one hour ain't gonna change nothing. Cause here's what happened. Even if I wake up this morning after setting the clock back and I forget and I say, Oh, that's right, it's an hour. Oh, I get a whole extra hour. And I'm super excited. Even if I do that, we still live at a pace that by the time we get two weeks from now, I'm tired again. Come on. I am tired again. I've seen the meme on on, on social media where someone says, today I am retired. Like, not that I quit my job, but I was tired yesterday. Then I woke up today and I'm retired. And so I'm tired 
again. And so we live our life. I see y'all. It y'all, look like y'all can connect with me. I see you, Sister Karen. Listen, this is the first time Sister Karen commented or put an emoji on her thing. And so I know I must be hitting something if Sister Karen puts something up on that screen. Watch, And I love Sister Karen, boy. Now watch this, y'all. Watch this. And so, and so it looks like y'all resonate with me. So while I'm preaching to myself, I hope y'all get something from this. That I, listen, I live my life at such a pace that even if today is refreshing and today is a great day and today is the day where, oh, I feel so rested. And tomorrow I might be able to live off the fumes of that. And maybe even through half the week, at some point before we have to spring forward again in another few months, I am going to be retired. Okay. I'm going to be, t- I'm going to be tired again because I live my life at a pace. Watch this where rest doesn't happen. I think that's right, Crystal. Retire. And I need more sleep. And watch this. And I need more what? Uh, downtime. And so what ends up happening is, is, is next thing you know, and Micah knows about this, you know, because 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 Mason goes a hundred miles an hour. And so Micah might be feeling good right now. The moment Mason's up and by 10 o'clock tonight, Mike is going to be retired. Mason won't be tired, but Mike is going to be retired. And so and so and so uh, uh, and so by the time this happens, I'll be back tired again because the pace at which I live, I do not get the rest and the downtime. Now, watch this. What we're going to look at today and, and what I'm hoping is implemented in our lives is going to be something that impacts going to emphasize. But what we're going to look at is, is God's emphasis on rest. Okay, God's emphasis on rest, because we shouldn't live our lives just begging for the time that we get one hour of sleep because the government for farming reasons and other reasons decided that we're going to move the clock back. And some of the states don't even want to do that. And we don't need to depend on that. But God's emphasis on rest impact. Watch this. And this, y'all know me. I don't do I don't do mandates and stuff from the church. Like this is what we're going to do. And this is what everybody. No, we don't do that stuff. The Holy Spirit's going to guide you and God's going to guide you. I'm just saying that as a as a as a organization. Here's what we believe. Impact is going to be a place. Watch this. And we're going to work this out. We're going to figure this thing out and we want to do it. That will emphasize and that will practice. Watch this y'all. Sabbath rest. Okay. We're going to be a place and we're going to be that emphasizes and that practices Sabbath. Okay. Now here's what it's not. This is not a mandate from impact that you have to do this to be in order to be a part of the church. You know, that's other churches. They do that stuff. And so, you know, you can be a member of this church. This is what you got to do. Y'all know we don't do that. Uh, and it's not us telling you what to do. You know, I, I just talk about all the time. We believe that the Holy Spirit, like the Bible says, what Ma said, this is the message for her. So it must resonate. If not, it's not, it's just a camp with the emoji. Ma said it's for her. It's all good. And so, and so, and so it's not us telling you what to do. We don't do that. Uh, it's not allowing something that is legalistic. Um, uh, uh, where we think that, you, you know, you don't believe in God if you don't do this. That's not what this whole message is about. It's not about the day. It's not about the time, okay? It is literally about God's emphasis and God's institution of rest that perhaps we have been neglecting, which might, watch this, It'd be the reason why we're tired, why we're fatigued, why sometimes we're unhealthy, um, uh, and why at least why we're so pressed for the one hour we get once a year for daylight savings time when we could probably have this type of rejuvenation, this kind of rest all throughout the year. Watch this. What if we looked at rest, y'all? This is what we're talking about. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, God changes on, on me last minute. And so, and so this is likely going to be a series. 
not because it was planned to be a series, but because I know that there's more that God is trying to reveal and I don't have it yet. Okay. And so, and so this is not complete. This is just what I have now. So watch this. Y'all know me. I'm a pastor. I don't, I don't mind being honest with, you know, I don't know everything. And so I'm still waiting for God for, for, for other stuff on this, as far as implementation and practice. So anyway, what if we look, watch this. What if we looked at rest? Okay. What if we looked at the Sabbath rest as worship, as obedience, as something that is instituted by God, as something that is necessary. The same, look, the same way we look at, at, at obedience, the same way we look at the principle of giving, the same way we look at the principle of helping people who are, who are in need, the pillars that we have in, in, in impact, the same way we look at, 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 at growing in our faith through Bible study, and the same way we look at fellowship. What if in that list, Bible study, fellowship, giving, helping those in need, worship, that we added rest to that list. Come on, somebody, as something that God has implemented and something that we need to practice. So listen, let's, 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 let's discuss the Sabbath right now. Okay, now watch this. So, so when we talk about the Sabbath, um, uh, we say Sabbath, but it comes from the Hebrew word Sabbat, right? Which means just seventh, okay? And so, and so essentially what it is, is it's the seventh day of the week, which is Saturday, right? Uh, which was observed for um, uh, uh, worship and rest by the Jews and, by the way, by some Christians. Uh, and so, and usually the Sabbath would start Friday at sundown until Saturday sundown. So not like Friday night when you go to sleep and then the old, whole day Saturday. I'm just saying by, by tradition, that's right, Crystal, it looks like it's resonating. So, by, so I'm just saying that from Old Testament tradition, it would start Friday at midnight, right? Uh, I'm sorry, Friday at sundown. And so again, as the sun sets early in the fall, Sabbath would start earlier. Like, like if you were to follow the legalistic timing of it all, Sabbath for most of us would start today. It would start like at fourth. Well, it would end today at four. Um, at, at I'm sorry, it would it would have end uh, by next week because it was Friday sundown to to Saturday sundown. So Friday sundown at four thirty is when it would start. When just in the summer, Sabbath would start at nine o'clock because when the sun goes down um, uh, uh, during the season changes, depending on where you are. Uh, in the world, right? So, so, but we'll get to the legalistic stuff in a second. But, it, but basically, it would be it, it's it's uh, Friday evening sundown till Saturday evening sundown, and that was just dedicated to rest and and worship. Watch this by the Jews and Christians. Um, so, even for some of those who observe the day as rest and worship, watch this. For a lot of us, um, and you know, the high school I went to was a Seven Day Adventist high school, and and through those relationships, I've I've been connected to a lot of people who are Seven Day Adventists. And Seven Day Adventists aren't the only Christian denomination that worship on the Sabbath. There's a lot of Sabbath worshipers, uh, and by worshipers, I literally just mean people who go to church on. I mean. Uh, to be honest with you, people. So I say Sabbath worshipers, but I'm just talking about people who just go to church on on on, on Saturday. Um, who uh, 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 so there's not just Seventh Day Adventists. There's a bunch of Christians who who observe the, the 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 Sabbath or go to church and worship on on Saturday. But even for them, that that the, that that the day that they, that we set that they set aside as their day for church, uh, and, and which is supposed to be a day for rest, is anything but that. Okay, now watch this. Anybody who served at church, and I'm looking at the names of people on this list, and a lot of y'all have served at church. You guys know as well as I do who have served at church. For many, many years that whether whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday, that day of worship is anything but rest for a lot of us. OK, listen, listen, it is, it's, it's, it, and to be honest with you, I'm not even going to go on church. It's hardly ever even the time of worship for most of it. But anyway, I'll get, I'll, I'm not going to do a whole thing on church, but 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 it's not really a day of rest. 
and not really a day of just worship with God for a lot of us, no matter which day you chose, whether it was Saturday or Sunday, for a lot of us, it's work, it's performance, it's programs, it's, 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 it's consumerism, it's what are they going to provide for me? Watch this. It's everything except rest. Deacon Hackley know what I'm talking about. It's set up. It's breakdown. It's this. We got to have this. We got to have. There's a whole lot of things that we include in this day. Watch this. That still ain't Bible, but we include it as if it is when what is actually Bible about that day is what? Rest and worship. So the stuff that the Bible talks about is included in that day. I'm talking about the Bible that's included in our Sabbath. We, 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 We do it, but it is secondary to all the other fluff and all the other stuff that we've got to do. That's why Chris has got to, got to get there early. You know, wake up early, get there. You got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. Why? Because we got to put on the performance. We've got to put on the show. Not that God needs it. Not that God needs it, but the people who go there demand it, right? I got to hear my favorite song. I like when this choir sang. I like this kind of music. I like that one. This is too loud. This is that. The seat's too hot. Oh, it's too cold in here. Oh, it's too warm in here. Oh, it's hot. Cut the air conditioning on. Oh, it's cold. Cut the heat on. And so we got all this stuff we got to do, right? So people to come in and consume what we say is worship to God. But God is the one, watch this, who, who, who needs the least. Listen, the only thing that is necessary for worship, I say this all the time, is someone to receive worship and someone who is who is willing to worship it, right? And so when it comes to all the other stuff that we say is necessary and that is needed, it is accessory. There's it worship is simple. It is my love. I'm preaching it, Ma. It is my, it is my so so Tanya can be at work right now or can be in the car right now, and Yennis can be at home and can and, and Sister Karen can be at home and can still worship God just as great as anyone in any cathedral or in any hall who had 20 rehearsals this week for six hours, and it will be just as pure in God's eyes because it is coming from her, and it's her response, his expression to God for what God is and what God has done for them. And so it, so, so, if I were to rehearse 10 hours this week and, and Charmaine was to not rehearse at all but be in her house and respond to God based on how much he loves her, that worship would be accepted by God just as much if not more than my rehearsed package programmed worship. Come on. But you know who likes it? We do. We like the band to be on 10. We like the music to have a certain rhythm. We like, and that, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm just saying, let's be honest about who it's for. Like, let's just be like, like, let's just be honest. Like, I, like, do we really think, I'm going to stop because we got to go. But anyway, do we really think that God is going to judge it based on, like, I'm just reading this and it doesn't say anything about it. But anyway, I mean, we can twist it to make it say whatever we want to say. But anyway, so, so watch this. It's work. It's, and sometimes it's social. It's getting together just to talk. And, 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 and then it's performance, it's programs, consumer, it's everything except rest. Even though we say what? Even though we say, this is our day of worship. This is our day of rest. But there's so many people that don't rest and don't get to worship. Why? Because they're working, not necessarily even for the kingdom, but for the church. Watch this. I love to, y'all, people ain't gonna like me in churches no more. Um, I used to get invited to speak at churches and I don't really get any more invites anymore. Um, let's see. I've been, um, uh, let's see. so like I said, I've been in it. And now watch this. Not only, not only on the day do we lose it, but we lose more time from even preparation for the programs and preparation for the performance. We've got meetings. We've got rehearsals. We've got setup. We've got this. 
We've got that. And then we've got the execution on that day that we we actually lose more time from for rest and for worship than we do planning and rehearsing for what we call worship and rest. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is what we do at Impact. We go in. All right, because we're going we're going we're going to be a church that's going, that that will have people who will who rest and who worship God, who set time and days aside. That it, and I'm not talking about because I mean it's easy to I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna set aside this 30 minutes and I'm gonna I'm gonna read my devotional. No, I'm talking about we are gonna we're gonna put things aside and we're gonna be a fellowship. And by the way, I mean again, you can do this if you want. Like y'all know me, I don't dictate anything that y'all got to do in your in your lives. It's your life. Do what you want to do. But what I'm what I, what what we do is we read the Bible, we see what the Bible says, and we live by, it. and we try to you know try our best to live by. It. And, and I know for me, automatically, it's gonna be a hard thing to try to, to to adjust and try to implement. So anyway, let's look at God on the Sabbath. Here we go. Let's look at God on the Sabbath. Uh, uh, Genesis chapter two, verse one through three. And I, I'm telling you, anybody who, who, who feels or have felt overwhelmed and have felt overworked uh, and have felt tired and then have woke up the next morning and felt retired. I'm trying to bless you. Don't don't let tradition and other things cause you to get stumbled. I'm trying to bless you. Watch this. Genesis two, one through three says, uh, thus the heavens and the earth, we're going back to the beginning. Thus the heavens and the earth, this is the NIV. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, watch this, by the seventh day, because remember God created things, he created day and night. And so by the seventh day, it says that on the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing, okay? So on the seventh day, God finished the work. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work, okay? So we see that on by the seventh day, God finished creation. He finished everything he was doing. Then it says on the seventh day, he rested from his work. Now watch uh, verse three. It says, then God blessed the seventh day. So God put a blessing. Come on, y'all. We, 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 I'll, if I were to do a conference and tell y'all, I'm going to show y'all where the blessing at. People would pay $250 and travel anywhere that I tell them I'm going to be and, and pay tickets to arena to find out where the blessing at. When the Bible is telling you that he did what? He blessed the seventh day, that the seventh day is blessed. So he blessed the seventh day. Now, by the, and we'll talk about the law in a second. But he blessed the seventh day, and he did what? And made it holy. So, God, so watch this. So God finished his work in six days, and then he took the seventh day. He did three things. He did what? He rested on the seventh day. He blessed the seventh day, and then he made the seventh day holy. This is what the Bible says. Only three things he did about the seventh day, right? And then it says, and and it's so funny because y'all hear me preach this, and y'all know me. You know that the, one of the things that I do the worst is rest and sleep. And so it's like, well, how is he preaching this? Because I'm working at it too. So watch this. He says, because on it, he rested from all the work of, crea- of, of creation uh, that he had done. And so we see that God completed his work in six days. And then on the seventh day, he rested. He blessed the seventh day. The blessing of the Lord is on the seventh day. And he did what? And he made it holy because he rested from all the work that he had done. Now, watch this. Here's some things we got to understand about God in the Sabbath. So we understand the number one was the three things that he did, right? That he rested on the seventh day. He blessed the seventh day and he made the seventh day holy. Now, watch this. God was the first to have the Sabbath and observe the Sabbath. Okay. Before, watch this. Before man rested on the seventh, who rested first? God rested on the seventh day before any man or anyone else rested, before any law was written, before Moses was telling anybody about it, and before the Pharisees came up with all this stuff that you can and can't do, before any of that stuff. And by the way, when he rested, there wasn't a list of cans and can'ts. It just said he did what? He rested. So God was the first to observe 
and the first one to rest on the seventh day. And so we see that he blessed it and he was the first one. So now we got to understand, we got to look at why did God do this? And this feels more like Bible study, y'all, than it feels like Sunday morning, but that's okay because impact goes deep into the word. So we don't, we don't mind this. Watch this. So now why did God rest on the seventh day, right? Because it's not as if God needed the rest. It's not as if God gets tired. If Ma says she's already done. That's okay. Log off and listen to the rest later, Mom. Go ahead. Uh, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And so, and so we got to see why it's important because it's not like God gets tired. It's not like God needs the rest. If God got tired or God needed rest, then he would be less God. He wouldn't, he, he would be like us. Now watch this. It's not like he needs it. Isaiah 40, 28. I'm going to read this from the New King James Version. Uh, for those who are looking on your tablets, you can switch verses back and forth. I'm reading from the New King James Version. This is Isaiah 40, 28. It's, it, this is what's written by the prophet. It says, have you not known, have you not heard, watch this, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, watch this, never faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. So we understand that he never grows tired. He's never faint and he never wearies. Another scripture, Psalm 121, verse one through four. Watch this. Here we go. I'm reading from the King James Version. Psalm 121, verse one through four. It says, I will lift, we, we, we did a whole series on this. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven, which made heaven and earth. It says, he will not suffer my foot to be moved. He that keeps me will not slumber or sleep. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. So we see with biblical example in scripture that is not that he didn't institute rest because he needed what? Rest. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Okay, here we go. So so then why, why did he create it if he himself doesn't need it? Why? It's obviously a part of his plan a part of his heart, a part of his creation, something that his creation is supposed, it was part of creation. It was part of that seven day creation. He created heaven and earth. He created the animals. He created day and night. He created the heavens and the earth. He did all this stuff. And then he chose to what? To rest. He then created the the concept, watch this, of not forceful rest, (laughs) of not, I'm so tired that I just passed out and fell asleep. That happens to me all the time. I'll sit back and say, okay, cool. I finally get a chance to chill. Then I'll cut on the television and I fall asleep before the first commercial. That's, that's, that's my body shutting down and forcing me to rest, but he's, but creating, watch this intentional rest. Okay. And so, and so what if it's just a part of what God decided to do? Cause he didn't need rest. Watch this. He decided to rest. He did. He didn't. He wasn't tired. He did what? He decided to stop working on the seventh day. He chose to what? To do no more work on the seventh day and to what? And to rest. I created light. I created day and night. I created animals. I created heavens and earth. And now I am I am implementing this thought and this institution of intentional rest. And as a matter of fact, we rebel against that. We listen, because I do listen, I do this myself. Sometimes we carry being tired and having so much to do and being so busy as a badge of honor, as, as almost like, look how important I am. Look at all the things I gotta do, and I haven't slept for three days. Look how great I am. Like that, like we do that. We carry the burden of not sleeping and not resting as a badge of honor when in fact it is, it is, it, it is, it is straight up 
disobedience to what is written in the book and not just what's written in the book, but something that was instituted ahead of like, like in the beginning, you get to in the beginning, you don't have to go too far before you get to rest. Okay. And so we, and so, and so, and so we see that and it's for us, it's for all of us. It's for creation, all of creation, even rest. He created the day of rest. It watch this. Here's what's crazy. And somebody looked this up for me and found it. I was trying to find it this morning. I spent almost 30 minutes trying to find it and I couldn't. I ran out of time looking for it. But I, I remember reading it a couple of years ago and I and I should have wrote it down. But there's a there's a scripture that talks about even the animals and all this kind of stuff that all all these all creation obeys God. Man is the only one that doesn't. That everything else does exactly what it's supposed to do. That God created the wind to blow, it does it. The seas to flow, and it does it. And it does it. The birds to fly, they do it. That God has created all creation. And so somebody can look at that because I was looking this morning, I couldn't find it. Um, that 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 God created all creation, and all creation still continues to obey God. That man is the only one that doesn't. And one of our areas of disobedience, and me being honest, one of my biggest areas of disobedience, I got plenty of them. One day I'll share all of them with you. But today we're going to focus on one of them. And one of my biggest areas of disobedience is that I do not honor the day that is set aside. And, and we'll get to the legalism as far as the exact date and stuff. Like that, but I don't honor the, 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 the institution of intentional rest. Now watch this. So, so uh, uh, I see it. that is true, Mom. Hope this is good. Now watch this, guys. Because we want to end in a second. We'll come back in two weeks with it. Watch this. And and, and I think it's perfect that we fall into the holiday season with this this whole uh, uh, thought of intentional rest. That we can use this time to work out rest in our schedule and hopefully implement it once the, the calendar turns. Watch this. And so so it falls on the seventh day. Um, but but here's the thing. I, I I think the emphasis is not actually on the day but on the fact that the work is done and we need intentional rest, okay? Now watch this. Here's why I'm saying that. If we go back to the Bible, uh, uh, when we see him establish the Sabbath rest uh, after creation is finished, Genesis 2, chapter 2. We just read it. I'm going to read it again. Genesis 2, chapter 2. Watch this. It says, by the seventh day, right? By the seventh day, God has finished his work. Uh, uh, he had begun doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. And so watch this. He didn't rest before the work was done. He didn't rest before doing any work. He did all the work. The Bible says he looked at creation, said it was good, and then he rested, okay? So it's not about being lazy. It's not about getting out of work because, watch this, rest comes because of the work. And so he worked first. He created all the stuff, and then it says he did what? And then he rested. Now, watch Jesus. Uh, I want to go to Hebrews 1, 1 through 3. Hebrews 1, 1 through 3. Let's take a look at Jesus after his redemption, redemptive work. This is Hebrews 1, 1 through 3. It says, God, who at various times in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these days spoken to us by his son. So we're talking about Jesus, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Through him, he has made the world. Okay, so, we, so now we're back to creation, right? God, creation, and through all things, he made the world. So we're back to creation. Verse 3, he says, who, and he's talking about Jesus, who being the brightness of his glory, the brightness of God's glory, and the expressed image of his person. So Jesus being the brightness of God's glory, and Jesus being the expressed image of God's person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. Watch this. When he had laid himself, we're talking about Jesus, when he had laid himself purged, uh, 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 I'm sorry, but let me, when he had by himself 
purged our sins. Okay, so I'm gonna read that again because I stumbled over it. Watch this. He says, and when he had by himself purged our sins, when he sacrificed his life for our sins, watch this, had sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And I, watch this, watch this, y'all. I never saw the sitting down at the right hand of the father as the work being done. It is time for me to stop working. I've always saw it as now it's time for me to take my rightful spot. And it could be because, listen, we do this either or thing. It's either this or that. What if it's all combined, right? Listen, it was Jesus on the cross who said what? It is finished, meaning that my work is done, that what that it's over, it's done. I've died. I'm, I'm, well, I'm about to die now. Father to your son, to, to your uh, father to you, I commend my spirit. And then, and then, and then he died and he got in the grave for three days. He, he takes the keys from heaven and death from Satan. He comes back, he rises again. And now he's what? And now he is seated on the right hand of the father. Why is he seated? Because the work is done. And so now he goes back to his position. He takes his seat on the right hand of the father or majesty on the high. Why? Because there's nothing else for him to do. If there was still work, for Jesus to do, I see you, Sierra. I see you, Ma. I didn't see it either this way until this morning, until the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. If there was still work for Jesus to do, he wouldn't be seated at the right hand of the Father. He would still be up working. Watch, watch. Remember, we're studying John, right? And in, in, in John chapter one says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. The, and, and through the word, God created everything that was created. And so, and so, and so he created everything. Why? Because there was work. So we, there was work to be done in creation. So in the beginning, he was up working, doing this, creating, blah, 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 blah. And then when that was done, rest of the day, then man slips up. Now it's time for re- redemption. And ever since then, God's been working for redemption. He gives Jesus. Jesus does his redemption work. And then what does Jesus do? He sits down and he rests. And he sits down on the right hand of the father because, because his work at this particular time is done. But if you read the rest of your Bible, and I swear to goodness, this is not where I was going to go with it, but he will get up again because the Bible says that Jesus is coming back. He is seated on the right hand of the father right now. But when there's more work to do when it comes to the end of time and rapturing us, and I can go into a deep study of this. Maybe I got to do this too. This is taking us deeper than what, see how deep rest gets. I, I, and I didn't know it was taking us this deep. And so maybe we got to do a whole study of, of, of when he gets, listen, the next Next time Jesus gets up from the right hand of the father, it ain't going to be to give you a new house. It's not going to be to give you a new car. It's not going to be to give impact the building. The next time Jesus gets up from the right hand of the father, it is going to be to take his children home. And it's going to be to create that new heaven and that new earth until then he's seated. I'm done. I got more notes, but I'm not done. I'm going to finish this out because I got up early to do this. and I had a whole extra hour to, to prepare. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I prepare for. But watch this. The next time he gets up, oh, you better, man, we hope we hope that we get our lives right. I hope I'm right. Because then, watch this, because he, he, he finished his work and there's no more work for him to do until it's time for him to get up. Okay. And finish what is in the book. Because part of this is not, most of this has already happened, right? Most of all the stuff we read has already happened. But God gave John a glimpse, and the book is called Revelation. He gave him a glimpse as to what has yet to come, okay? And, 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 and the next time he comes up, that's when this whole thing is finished, all right? Until then, he's resting. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. Okay, so now watch this. I don't even know where to go from that. Maybe we should close. No, no, I'm going to finish. So watch this. So, so, so we got to make sure we understand so that the rest doesn't come 
before or during the work. The rest comes what? After the work. The rest comes because of the work. Because Tanya works so hard, because Tanya's grinding, because Brenda's out there doing what she does, because uh, Karen is and, 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 and Denise is doing their thing. That's why God implemented the institution of intentional rest, because you're working and because you're doing your thing. And so that's why we need to make sure that as we work and as we do what God has called us to do, that we also understand that that intentional rest is also part of what called of what God called us to do. So now watch this. Let's talk a little bit about the legalism and then and then we'll be done for today. We'll jump back into it in two weeks. Now watch this. Um, uh, so, so, so the Sabbath and the and the and and rest and institutional rest. Watch this. It, it, it that's right. Some, sometimes we get sick because we need to rest. Right last year, right around the holidays, for Christmas through New Year's, actually through Sierra's birthday, I was sick and had to take off work and all this other kind of stuff, and that never happened to me. But I was sick. And it wasn't COVID or nothing. I took three COVID tests. They all came back negative. But I, I just could I couldn't do anything. And it's because because I and Sierra's like, well, because you do too much. You're always working. You need to chill. So um, no, that's right. We get we get sick. Now watch this. Let's talk about legalism. Now the now the Sabbath wasn't introduced simply through Moses, okay, and through the law. So we we literally just read in the beginning how God created and then God rested. And not not just did He rest because it's one thing if He just rested, but He blessed the Sabbath day and then He He made the Sabbath day holy, right? And so we see that 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 um that 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 the, that the Sabbath precedes the law, so it's not bound to the law. Uh, but seeing how it was in the beginning and it was also included in the law, it, it, it's obviously important to the heart of God and it should be important to us. Now, watch again. It was it was in the beginning. Right. And then it was implemented in the law. Uh, uh, and so seeing how it wasn't necessarily removed from the law, but it was in the beginning implemented in the law shows that it was important. Right. And so it's not bound to the law. But it's definitely important because of those two things. Here's what I mean. So we can we can look we can look at sacrifice and we see that even before the law. And then but we see sacrifice to a whole new different level, animal sacrifice when it comes to the law. We don't live by that now in with grace. Right. Because before time, before there was sin, there was no need for that kind of sacrifice. Then we see Jesus makes one sacrifice for all mankind for all time. Right. And so there's no more need for it. But there was never any kind of substitution for rest. That was in the beginning, that was in the law, and that was even in the time of Jesus. Now, let's look at Jesus in the Sabbath, okay, Jesus and the rest. Because this, this is going to show us when we talk about it not being bound by the law, um, but being before the law, uh, by being implemented in the law, and then even being post-law. So let's look at Luke chapter 6, verse 1 and 10. Now, I say Luke because I think it's Luke. In my notes, I just put 6, 1 through 10. I think it's Luke, but, I, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's Luke. Uh, so Luke chapter six, uh, verse one through 10. Uh, so, here, so, so, so here's the story. Watch this. It says one Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields uh, and his disciples began to pick up some heads of grain, rub them with their hands and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? So here they're saying like, why are you doing that? when it is unlawful for you to do that on the Sabbath, okay? Jesus answered them, have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? So here's Jesus going back to the Holy Scriptures. Now, remember, when Jesus is speaking, he's not opening up a Bible like this. The Bible was, you know, like we have it, was put together, you know, thousands of years after Jesus was dead. Um, so he's talking about scrolls that were read in the, in the temple because they kept the history and, and told the stories. So he's like, yeah, I mean, you guys are so smart. 
Have you never heard of what David and his companions did when he was hungry? Because these were the religious leaders. So verse four, he says, he entered the house of God and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for the priest to eat. This is what David did, okay? Also, he gave some to his companions. So he's like, you know, when David and them were out on the run and stuff like that, and he was still king, he said on the Sabbath, he went into the house of the Lord, took the bread that only the priest was supposed to eat, right? And he ate it and gave it to his companions. So he's like, here's King David, the one that you got, you know, one of the guys that you got revere so much and he's breaking this on the sabbath that jesus says to them this is verse five watch this the son of man is lord of the sabbath so he is saying that 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 i am the son of god right and that i am above the sabbath okay i'm watch this i created the sabbath i was in existence watch this remember we talked about how in genesis says in the beginning um uh you know god created the heavens and the earth it goes to the creation but how in john the only two books that start with in the beginning John says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God. And so John establishes, even before creation, that there was God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? And so and so God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit existed before rest and the Sabbath rest, intentional rest, was even created, okay? They existed before creation started, including rest. And so he's saying, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I started it. I was in existence beyond what you can count before rest was even implemented, before the heavens and the earth was created, before anything was created, I was here. And so I am Lord over the Sabbath. I am Lord over intentional rest. And so don't try to get me caught up on law that came thousands of years. And by the way, it was God that instituted the law, that law that I instituted thousands of years you know, after creation started about what this law means, I was here before it was even written about rest, before God even decided to rest on the seventh day and stop his work. Because the, the Hebrew word that was actually used there for rest isn't rest like we know, like sleep. It was rest as far as stop working. Okay. So that's what that was. It wasn't like, okay, so for a full day on the seventh day, we're all going to stay in the bed and just sleep all day. No, no. It was stop. It was, it was God stopped from his work. And so he says, I'm Lord of the Sabbath. Number uh, Verse six. He says, on another, on another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching a man that there, uh, and was, and was teaching. A man was there whose right hand had been shriveled. I think we even talked about this story, but we did a whole different thing on it. Verse seven, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he uh, would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up, stood there. Then Jesus said to him, I ask you, uh, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? So he's saying, okay, so it's the Sabbath. I'm asking you guys, you guys got the questions for me? I got the questions for you. What is more lawful, that I should do something good on the Sabbath? Oh, but it's work. But should I do it because it's good? He said, or, or, or to do evil. And what would have been evil in this case? What would have been evil in this case was to see someone in need and not do anything for them simply because of the law of the Sabbath. Okay, so Jesus is saying, I get what you guys are saying because of law. I get it because I wrote it with Moses, but I supersede the law. I supersede even Sabbath because I was here before Sabbath. And it is and, and, and what is actually good to sit here and heal this man's hand to do good for people on the Sabbath or to not help him because the letter of the law. Right. And so uh, let's see, verse 10, he looked around at them all and then said to the man, so isn't it funny that he asked the question and nobody got nothing to say now, 
So then uh, Jesus asks them a question. They want to trap him with a question. And then he turns it around and asks them a question. And now nobody can talk. Nobody got nothing to say. Isn't it funny how people got nothing to say when you question, you know, well, anyway, uh, verse 10, he says, he, Chris is shaking her head. It's funny. There are nothing to say now. So he looked around at them all uh, and then uh, said to them, stretch out your hand. Uh, he did so. And his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another uh, what they might do to Jesus. Isn't it funny? They couldn't they couldn't even see the fact that he healed a man. Forget that. He made a fool of us and he made us speechless. And now we're mad and all this other kind of stuff. But Jesus is telling them, so what's better? To, to, and, and so so through these two scriptures, uh, or this one scripture in Luke, we're talking about the fact that we don't have to be legalistic with it. And we'll come back next week. We want to break down Sabbath rest, intentional rest versus Sabbath under the law. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about Sabbath with no law and then what changed in the Sabbath with the law. Because there was a whole list of things you couldn't do. You can't do this, can't do that, can't do this. But there was a day of rest. There was intentional rest. Okay. Prior to the law, which everybody stuck to, and then still try to connect rest to and, 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 and stop working when it comes to the Sabbath. I see you, my, it was good. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that in two weeks. Um, until then, just try to rest and get your Sabbath going on um, and, and, and stuff like that. And we'll try to break down and separate law versus um, uh, 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 law versus intentional rest and what, what we can live in. Uh, let's pray, guys.